How about this? How about I name some stuff and then you say Tex Mex or, or not? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, shredded cheese. Tex Mex. Red salsa. Hmm. Uh, with with chunky tomato. Oh no, that's that's definitely Tex Mex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's that that Papacito's salsa. Yeah. That, <laughs> okay. I got a hard one. Yeah. Frijoles charros. Damn. Right. I, it, it's for me. It should be Mexican. Right. I feel like it is. Coming to you live from my kitchen, not monkey's tail, yeah. as, as originally planned. Uh, but, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mario Montes. What's up, y'all? Is it, is it Montes or Montes? Montes. Montes. With an, with an S at not, the end. Because the other one is Montes. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I knew. I know. I know things. You good. You good. Yeah, I know. But as, as mentioned, uh, this was originally supposed to be at monkey's tail. Hella packed on Cinco de Mayo. Who would have guessed? Cinco de Drinko, <laughs> yeah. One of the, the many drinking holidays. Uh, my personal favorite, though. It's your personal favorite one? Yeah, yeah. But, man, hey, thank you for having me on, brother. Cheers. Cheers, yeah. We got some tequila on deck. We got live listeners. Studio Angelica, audience. Studio audience. <laughs> D-Flow, my roommate, wanted to join in on the Cinco de Drinko. And your girlfriend. Yeah, Angelica. Appreciate you. So let's get started. Uh, so today's topic is actually going to be a good one. Uh, so, I mean, Mario, you and I have met each. We we met what a few years ago, two thousand fifteen. Yeah, yeah, two thousand fifteen, right? At the uh, uh, the apartments. What was it? Copper Beach. Copper Beach. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, house that. night. <laughs> it was yes. house night. How could I forget? Uh, yeah, good times. Uh, yeah. So we've known each other since, since college, you're, you're sophomore or yeah, you're sophomore, my, my ju- freshman. Yeah. You were the chapter president at that time Yes, sir, and yes, I was yes. your predecessor. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, I, yeah president elect. Yeah. And then I was president after you and so on and so on. Uh, but yeah. Wow. I just triggered some nostalgia right there. I know, yeah. I remember you and uh, you and Jacob rode up. Yeah, and uh, I was like, "Damn, bro!" It's like, y'all, we're gonna let these guys in, bro. They're like, they're cool. They see like, my eyes. <laughs> it's like these, these these dudes. I don't know, man. But sure enough, you guys turned out okay. Well, I think I think you guys were thinking that because you know, obviously, I looked a little. Well, I mean, I was a little older. Jacob looked older than me. <laughs> Jacob looked like a damn, bro, like a mid fifties, like Italian monster. Jake, yeah, that he was like, I bet. What's up? Well, Jacob before Young the fraternity did look a little scary. He did look a little older, um, but yeah, I could see why y'all thought that. Then great assets though, great assets <laughs> to the frat. Them dudes, they uh, they carried us. Yeah, no, good times, good times. Okay, well, uh, back to back to our topic here. <laughs> Uh, this episode is called books and cocktails. Uh, and we're going to talk about your time bartending and doing that while you were in school. Uh, but I, you know, I can't wait to get there, but for everyone that doesn't know you, let's do a quick introduction. Uh, you know, where you're from, where you're currently living, your alma mater, major minor and the career field that you want to pursue. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you know, again, uh, my name is Mario Montes. I grew up on the 
uh, east side of town here in Houston, more uh, specifically in Galena Park, Texas. Galena Park? I, I would say it's the, uh, it, you know how Bel Air, you know, they're like, hey, we're in Houston. But right. We're going we're gonna to make our own our own little city. Yeah. And we're going to do whatever the hell. That's pretty much where it is because everything around it, like, once you leave Galena Park, it's Houston. It's yeah, it's pretty, either it's pretty way, weird. right? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Butler's like that too. I, uh, like people get so confused, but yeah. But uh, alma mater is uh, the Texas State University. <laughs> <laughs> Go Bobcats! Yeah, eat them up, eat them up. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, major is criminal justice and uh, minor uh, business admin. Um, from there, man, I just uh, just looking for a actual job right now, entry level job. Uh, bartending right now at uh, Monkey's Tail though, so it's been a uh, it's been a a smooth, um, I guess like not as stressful search, right? Because you know it it, it and and there's some crazy times right now that we're living in. We're coming out of a pandemic, or it feels like we're coming out of a pandemic. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're working at the infamous Monkey's Monkey's Tails. We we spent a lot of nights there, uh, dude. How are you liking it there? It's pretty good. Um, all, all the listeners know this show. Like every time, like I see one of the the, the listeners are like, "Yo, bro, that's fucking monkey's tail, bro. Let's take some shots. Yeah, let's go. Vino yeah. shots. Yeah, and and all the like all the homies when they're visiting in town, like when they're coming in from from Dallas or you know Austin, whatever. They're like, "Yo, just check out this monkey's tail you keep telling us about." And I'm like, "I got you." But, yeah, man. So I mean, so I literally every time I work, it never fails. I see at least one person that I know. Right. So it's definitely a spot where obviously all the homies go. Uh, but my time there has been pretty cool, man. Um, it's an actual cocktail bar. Right. You know, and, and uh, being in Austin, a bartender out there on 6th Street, it's like, it's a huge party. It's, hey, what do you want? A beer, some shots, uh, and, you know, a, a liquor in a mix. All right, yeah. let's get out of here next. Let's get it. Let's pop yeah, out these drinks. Yeah. That bar hopping. Exactly, exactly. So here it's, it's, it's more uh, like crafting a, a drink that a customer is going to sit down and enjoy. Right. And right. just, you know, a, you know, cross your legs and, and lean back and, and, and smoke a cigar, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just, just real big, big it, chilling. Yeah, and it's funny that you say that because, uh, so I, I started going there back when I was living at my mom's. I don't go there as much as I, as I used to. I, I started going to Bobcat Teddy's more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just a nice, it's a, it's a hole in the wall dive bar. Reminds me of Treff's back in San Marcos. Yeah. Beers were like two bucks. Live music too. Live music, uh, right. Just, uh, but I used to go to a Monkey Store a lot. And one of the things that I noticed was that the bartenders actually put, like, like there was craft to it. There was detail to it. The ice was shaved. The, there was a stamp of the bar there. Um, you know, it was, it was well-crafted, uh, definitely artesian. And, and I, like, I, I like those drinks. They were not that bad. For Houston, the, the prices aren't... It, it, it's more, yeah, so, so I would say that it's more about um, not necessarily making the most money off of the drink but like giving something that the people who grew up in lindell park the north side of houston in, right. in general they go there and they're not gonna really have to spend that much that money mu yeah yeah you know it's like chill prices for some pretty good cocktails that if you would go to say i don't know uh montrose washington any place like that they're gonna they're know, gonna get us yeah they're gonna charge they're you gonna get us rent. for some some uh some some dollars yeah okay uh well 
let's get into some current events uh, right before we go into the topic. I know we kind of started a little bit, but yeah. let's talk about some current events. So the, the first one's pretty obvious. Today is Cinco de Mayo. Uh, you mentioned that it's one of your, your favorite holidays. Yes. Uh, yes. Let's, let's talk about that real quick. So you, you like it as a, as a Hispanic American or Mexican. How, so so I, I like it more in an economical sense because, you know, being a bartender, it's, oh. it's a drinking holiday. Okay. It, drinking holiday. So whatever day it lands on, uh, today it's a Wednesday, and you've seen how packed, you know. Dude, everywhere's packed. Yeah, and it's, it's crazy. And for some reason, people are just like, dude, I have to go out. It's Cinco de Mayo. Like, people get the the FOMO yeah. that going out, but the actual holiday. It, like, what do you think of it though? So, I'll, I'll be honest. The, okay, I, I just know it's the Battle of Puebla, and from there, dude, it beats me. It's an Americanized thing that that was marketed for for booze and food, and and you know, pretty much that's that's what it is. You know, because I, yeah. I feel like it's not really celebrated as much. Uh, down in the in the motherland. So. Yeah, no, down uh, south of the Rio Grande, no, <laughs> yeah. one, no one celebrates that other than people in Puebla. But it's exactly. like just ceremonial purposes. Yeah. So, let me ask you this: Do you like you know we? It's a tough time that we live in, you know, with the whole pandemic and everything. But also, this is also a time where, you know, people are starting to wake up, and no one's dealing with people's other bullshit. So true. Do you get offended when white people are celebrating this? And it's, there might be some appropriation. There might not be some appropriation. Um, do you take any offense or, or, or do you get offended when you see, you know, Mexicans with the sombreros or the fucking, what is that? The, the uh, sarap? Sarap? Sarap, yes. No. It is, it is a poncho, poncho. but, but it, the, the traditional term I think is sarap. Or, it might be. I might, uh, we're don't quote us. Don't quote we're us. Fu- we're fucking that up. Uh, but do you, do you get offended by that or, or what are your thoughts? Uh, so for the most part, no, but, um, I have, I have had some instances where it's just like blatantly right. like the dude, like people are just trying to just mimic everything that's, or not mimic, but make fun of everything that's happening. Uh, okay. And it's like, okay, yeah, you know, this is a chance for me to act like an idiot. Yeah. And, well, and, I mean, and shit got tense when Donald Trump was president. Oh yeah, yeah. All the uh, the Mexican theme, like south of the border, uh, uh, parties. Right. Yeah, and and so see that's where it is, and then it's like big mustaches, and then you know, just random stupid stuff. Like there, there's there for me, the overall, I guess, quote unquote, holiday. It's okay, but it's it's when uh when you actively try to to you know just make a joke of everything that's happening with it in a sense it's like all right man just just calm down chill out just have some fun and yeah and relax so so it is called a sarape uh just looked it up uh see I, I i guess i'm with you in the sense that once stereotypes start like having a humor to it that's when i'm like bro like what is it Here, here's today so now i work in corporate america yeah I don't know. So, like when 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 it's like like I'll have some people some some you know people in in, in at work or maybe not even work just 
Fuck it. Just white people in general. <laughs> I'm just going to say White people in general. All right, let's da- go. Doris box is open. <laughs> like today, they'll like, you know, hop on Zoom and they'll be like, oh, happy Cinco de Mayo, which I know their intentions are great. I know their intentions are good. Yeah. I don't fucking celebrate that <laughs> holiday, dude. It's just a drinking <laughs> holiday for me. Me, as a, as a young bachelor in, in, in the U.S., fuck yeah. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, uh, like Mexicans... Because I, I also work with Mexicans. They really, like, take that sh- Like, they get offended. Like, bro, we don't celebrate that. It's not a holiday. I grew up in the U.S. where I'm okay with it. Fuck it. You know, fuck it. Cinco de Mayo, Viva Puebla. Fuck it. Yeah. But now that I'm getting older, and I'm like, ah, it's getting old. Mm-hmm. Because the stereotypes, you know, they're, they're, they're getting old. Everybody... I went to the liquor store today to buy tequila for our podcast. It just yeah. so happens that today was Cinco de Mayo. Lady said, oh, saw me with tequila, automatically assume. Like, why are you assuming? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, for the most part, I feel like uh, the majority of people think that's uh, Mexico's Independence Day. Did you think that growing up? No, so I really, I never knew, like, what it was. I just knew it was like, oh, well, well, I, it's I, a celebration of Mexico. But I, I, don't, I don't celebrate, you know, September 16th. 16th. Yeah, yeah. Like, Dia del Grito. I don't celebrate it. So when I was growing up here in the States, I was like, oh, well, I guess this is our, this is our 4th of July. I fucking guess. I don't yeah. know. Uh, but I'm cool with it. I'm, I'm cool with the holidays. Just when the, when, when the appropriation of stereotypes coming in, that's where I'm like, yeah, I mean, I agree it, it should be easy though. Right. Like, you know, like other holidays. I'm trying to think of like other like holidays. St. Patty's. St. Patty's. I mean. I just wear green. I'm not fucking wearing the red hair. And yeah, like, exactly. Like, I'm not overdoing it. Yeah. And, and like, I'm not trying to make fun of no one's race or anything. I just wear green because that's, that's the tradition to wear green. And it, there's, you know, it just, it people take it overboard, you know, and yeah. and. They think it's funny, but it really isn't. They're just really, you know, and, and making I, a fool of themselves. Yeah, I, and I think the best judgment is to, I don't know, like if, if you have Mexican friends, ask them like, "Hey, man, is this cool? Or are you tripping if I do that or not?" I mean, because I, I like, like, like I don't know. Like I'm trying to think of like when when biracial couples get married or something. Sometimes like the like the bride would have to dress in whatever the culture, or other stuff, or like other attire. They, yeah. they have to. Like, is that appropriation or like, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> is there a, a blurred line. I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. But, 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 you know, if it's a wedding, I'm sure they're getting advice from like, the, yeah, from, from, from the, the other, the, the other family, right? Exactly. From the gatekeepers of their, of their family, you know, right. the, of, of their culture, the, the passer on of, of, of knowledge, you know, okay. like, Hey, don't do it like this, but this is unacceptable, but this is acceptable. Yeah. So I'm assuming yeah, that they do do that. Well, I guess just to just to wrap it up, I think like I yes, it's Cinco de Mayo. Yes, I'm going to be drinking tequila. Doesn't necessarily mean that I'm celebrating Cinco de Mayo. And if I do, what the fuck does it matter to you? <laughs> like, like, yeah. It's America. It's America. <laughs> I don't know. That that's how I feel though. I don't I don't know if we uh, got somewhere with that, but <laughs> but. It's cool. Just uh, have fun. Uh, yeah, have drink fun. Have fun. And, and go home. You know? I did see this, and I think this is really important, too. If you're going to be celebrating Cinco de Mayo, I think the best way to do it is celebrate it at Mexican establishment. Like, oh, authentic. Yes. Oh, yes. Like Monkey's Tail, we went today. It was packed. And the, you know, I'm assuming the owner is Mexican or Hispanic. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a Mexican dude. And, and I'll, I'll tell you this. His whole uh, bar, the whole Monkey's Tail vibe is... It, it's it's uh, Chicano uh, uh, like influence. That's the whole thing around that place. 
And the first thing that I kind of looked at before I uh, I was told them, yeah, I want to work for you guys. I was like, who's the owner? Right. You know, because if it's, you know, uh, John Doe, you know, from Nebraska that owns this place yeah. and is trying <laughs> to pass off a Mexican bar in a Mexican, in a predominantly Mexican neighborhood, dude, that's like right. that, that's, that's not cool either. You yeah. Know? So. Uh, yeah, so definitely uh, support Latino-owned uh, establishments on this day. Cheers to that. Cheers, cheers to cheers, that. Cheers, cheers. Uh, also on the news this morning and yesterday morning, 50 Cent. Yes, he's still 50, in. 50 Cent took a picture in front of the Astrodome. <laughs> he said, I love New York. But now I'm living in Houston. I'll yeah. explain later. <laughs> He's like, I don't have time to explain. Get in. Let's go. Oh, man. It's, it's kind of like, uh, what is it? Back to the Future where he pops up to the DeLorean. We're going back to, to whatever. Yeah. Sorry. So that's an 80s jokey. Kids nah. don't, don't probably get it. No, sorry. 90s. <laughs> but uh, 50 Cent, now Texan. Have you, have you, that's, did you, was that all you saw? Yeah. I mean, I seen the, like he, he screenshotted, uh, uh, like a caption or not a caption. I'm sorry. Uh, an, an article. Yeah. His, uh, his of, new show. uh, yeah. That he's filming a show or whatever. And I'm assuming it's going to be filming, uh, in Houston. In Houston right? Like that's yeah. the only logical thing that I can think of. Like maybe he's going to be here for a few months filming a show about yeah. a, a, a woman who's in a leader in, in a gang, I guess, or something like that. Yeah, some sort of a crime syndicate or something that, you know, came to a dramatic end, as they put it. Are you, are you excited for 50 to be in New York? Did you grow up, like, in 50? Oh, yeah, dude. 50. I, 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 yeah, 50. 50, 50 Cent <laughs> in G-Unit. Now, I grew up playing uh, uh, 50 Cent, uh, I think it was called Get Rich or Die Trying. Or, no, 50 Cent Bulletproof. Bulletproof. It, it, was, it was a video game on, on the oh, PlayStation. Yeah, that's right. He did dude, that. it was such a good game. I'm, I'm, dude, I don't know. Maybe it was just me as a kid and it's nostalgia and, I, you know, that's yeah. why I like it. I forgot but about that. It was, it was a pretty pretty gnarly, like, shooting game. And, you, you know, you would go through all these missions, almost like a GTA, but with the actual, like, pretty cool storyline that kind of went with it. Yeah. It was... Well, there, I mean, there was a movie too, the Get Rich or Die Trying. Oh, yeah, that, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah. really like it, especially after you know Eminem had Eight Mile. Like that, that, that was that was a good movie. That's how do you how do you top that? Yeah, true. Uh, I just think it's funny that Fifty Cent is in Houston, bro. Like I grew up, uh, he was a big he was a big artist growing up. You know, yeah. in middle school in the or no, I was in elementary when In the Club came out. <laughs> I had no idea what the lyrics were saying, but I was just bumping it. And when I got older, you know, popping X and all And I was like, whoa, 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 what the <laughs> fuck? I was in fifth grade listening to this shit. Oh, damn. Uh, and then when I, you know, he, he became really uh, popular with G-Unit, which that's the name of his production team or like uh, the, the guys from in the show. Like that's the G-Unit, G-Unit yeah. uh, Productions or something like nice. that. Uh, I'm so glad the G-Unit is still around. <laughs> I, I, I thought they were not... A thing anymore but anyways so yeah i i just think it's it's weird it's like you know someone famous that you, that you grew up with is now in the city here, you know? Bentman, dude one thing i do like about 50 cent is that dude is hilarious on social media he, he, dude he has no filter and does not care any 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 social media beef he gets in dude he's going at people's necks dude just straight oh man like he is he's a wild guy yeah he's he should ask some uh some i guess uh 
some needed comedy to the city dude, just uh, just in different parts that you know hell dude that's that's fucking you know he, 16 should, go on, and he should go on the joe rogan podcast yeah right <laughs> joe rogan's like down the, the road street, in Austin, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah uh also he's gonna be performing at niosa 50 cent and may 11th he's gonna be playing in uh maybe may 11th i forgot the date but this year he's gonna be at niosa or actually it's not uh it's not Niosa anymore. It's new uh what does Niosa stand for? Night in Old San Antonio. Oh so, so this year is okay. night in New San Antonio. So Alright, alright. And yeah, I don't know what it's called. Me, hey, I'm not even gonna lie, you had me lost. I was like, Niosa? What is that? You don't know? You know. Uh, yeah. You know. The two one oh the Na- Niosa, City. uh, uh the, the oyster bank is another thing. Yeah, oh, that, so Fiesta. It's, but is I think Fiesta is a different thing. Wait, we need. I'm I thought always, yeah. It's like in the same month, right? But it, yeah, I mean, I think Niosa is part of Fiesta. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, there we go. I, there we go. Yeah, I think so too. It's but it's usually earlier. No, doesn't it come like in April? Yeah, it's May. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah so it should be coming up. Yeah, May 11th. Well, we got to get some of the the pot listeners in San Antonio to correct. Yeah, this. Hey, yeah. Sh- uh, shout out to the San Antonio folk. Yeah, uh, Countdown City. Countdown City. <laughs> Two one zero. Um, we'll send you a bus ticket so you can move out of there. Uh, Viva Spurs. Yeah. <laughs> send you some tickets you can leave. Uh, I don't know. Fifty Cent in Texas is wild. I I, I want to see him, and I'm pretty sure he's already done it. But like, I want to see him like in a full Texas. Texas cowboy hat, you know, some fucking uh, boots, all cowboy. I with some some starch cinch jeans, damn. with an Ariat <laughs> and a vest if it's a winter. Uh, uh, some uh, a Chevy on some billets. So, uh, no, an Ariat jacket. An Ariat area. <laughs> jacket. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see what happens with Fifty. Good luck to the show, and uh, hopefully, it's a hit. Yeah. If it's film, if it's gonna be filmed in Houston, it better be a fucking hit. Yeah. Dude. Right. So yeah, let's move to the the meaty part of the podcast. Oh yeah, let's the the topics. Uh, actually, before we get going, do you wanna you wanna take a shot? Uh, I am down. Diflo, can you get the bottle of Centenario? Shout out, uh, Centenario. Yeah, uh, support the, the support the pod sponsor. The uh, <laughs> the unofficial tequila of the podcast. Yeah. That, by the way, that is m- the my favorite sound in the world. When, when you pull, when you pull the the cork out of the tequila bottle, right there. That's oh it. my god, music! All right, cheers. Uh, oh. Here, oh, you know what? Yes, we got to. Here, already. Parriba, abajo, pal centro, centro. Okay, so Mario, how did how did you get interested in bartending when you were in college? What first of all, what what uh, were you? What sophomore, junior? Um. Probably junior, man. I think, yeah. I was, I was a little older. I feel like not necessarily like right out of high school. So yeah, it was definitely. I would say probably junior year, but um, it was more like I was working the, uh, you know, the the standard go get a job at the outlets in San Marcos. Oh yeah, (laughs) being a a Texas State student uh, route, and dude, that shit sucked, dude. I was like, bro, I'm not making any money. Like, dude, I gotta like eat. And pay rent. What were you making there, though? <laughs> Maybe like I don't know, eight bucks, nine bucks an hour. Sheesh, dude! I was making yeah. eleven. Yeah, you were at the you were across the highway. I was the across boot, the highway yeah. at the boot place, but we didn't work by commission, so so it had ups and downs. 
But but he, he I mean the, the owner was fair. He's like, dude, eleven dollars. When I went to North Phase, they were paying me like nine. Yeah, I was at Columbia Sportswear. Ah, uh, yeah. So yeah, that discount was nice though. Yeah, nice. see, you guys. Actually, I got discounts too. <laughs> I actually build a lot of my boot collection and like my my Western um, wear stuff when I when I was there. Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you got tired of that and you're like, well, yeah, I was like, dude, I need to find a, a a better way to make some money while I'm you know doing this cool stuff because you know it's it's hard out here for a pimp, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> so uh, I was like, dude, like I I need to figure out how to do this. So I just like looked up. Uh, something on the internet like becoming a bartender. I got a bartender certificate, which is total bullshit. Right. Never you get that. However, however, uh, it did teach me and it gave me a lot of practice on like how to be behind the bar. So by the time you know, I I was at that point where I was a bartender, everything was way did, easier. Did that come with your TABC? Uh, yeah, I actually did. It came with TABC, and you could always, like, go back and, like, quote-unquote, take a class, you right. know? It, it, it's a lifetime class. You could always, bring, like, go and just take it again. Um, so, for people that don't know what a TABC, what's, like, a oh, it's uh, TABC is uh, the Texas Alcohol and Beverage Commission. They're the governing body of uh, pretty much bars and restaurants, uh, any place that has uh, beer, wine, liquor in their establishment and uh they're pretty much the 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 people that make sure you're in compliance with uh government codes um to you know serving food even and on top of like hey like over serving people and and they're one of the main people that that uh follow through with um uh it's uh liquor liability laws and stuff like that okay yeah so it's pretty much like uh the police for bars and restaurants that's a good way to put it yeah yeah. The, the the police. Yeah, like uh, I remember this one time there was uh, a TABC agent. Oh, they're like yeah. they go undercover or what? Well, yeah, they do go undercover and they like send kids into bars and like see if like they'll like they, if they can buy a drink. Oh. Uh, they'll just get one and dip and then you'll you'll get you know they'll hit you. Yeah, they'll hit you later. But um, there's this guy that came up to us and he was like, you know, um, or it was actually like a whole like bar wide like we have a meeting and this guy's gonna come talk and he was like yeah you know i, I can arrest people and you know, I can do this. <laughs> he was like i'm a cop but i'm y'all's cop yeah was he like was it was he like randall from the from reese's or like like dwight from the office you don't want yeah someone. yeah i i don't like the office so oh my I'm god sorry we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit okay. but but okay did he arrest anyone <laughs> no no he was just saying how like you know how they work and you know what they're uh, like jurisdiction and uh, you know what their I guess power entails yeah. when it comes to that. Uh, so yeah, it's just uh, the, it, the overall class came with that TABC uh, license, and you have to pretty much ha- get that in order to be able to handle alcohol in the state of Texas. So so you did the course. How long was it? Like a few weeks. Uh, yeah, I think it was like maybe like a week or two no it was two weeks two weeks and then after that you were rocking and rolling or yeah because they they actually like uh they have like a pool of like i guess job opportunities so you go over there and they give you like a whole like staple paper of like nothing but like contacts yeah contacts of people that are hiring so it's like a job placement too so pretty much that happened uh i got around to like you know hitting some places up uh, but finally you know it's just like 
yeah, all these places are restaurants, and this is not what I wanted to do. See, but you weren't you weren't interested in you weren't interesting. You didn't have, I guess, like a passion for for drinks. You're like, fuck it, whatever's gonna give me money. Right? Yeah, I was like, okay, this this is gonna be, you know, I, I could <laughs> I could do this at night and go to school during the day, and then you know make my money and you know go home. So so then, you know, you went through all these restaurants. Obviously, that's not what you wanted. When you first got your bartending gig, where was it at, and how was that like? Ah oh, man, uh, it, it's it's uh, one of my favorite spots in Austin, uh, the Blind Pig Pub. The Blind Pig. Yeah, uh, down in uh, down on Thirty Sixth Street, uh, aka Historic Sixth Street. That's Historic. what uh, that's what all the the uh, the bar bar like managers in general kind of call that place to kind of change the narrative to you know what it's kind of yeah you know so it's it's funny because you're wearing the blind pig pub right uh hat i guess that's like that's you know that's that's the your old stomping grounds that's where you got your beginning yeah man it was Uh, was a fun time do you know what the like do you know why they named it the blind pig pub yeah actually uh so so pretty much uh during prohibition you know uh you weren't able to get any drinks whatsoever right, prohibited exactly and uh so they would have these speakeasies and uh whenever a cop was to to ask you hey what are you doing out so late at night oh you know i'm just gonna go see um uh, i'm gonna go see you know uh the the pig that you know is gonna have a show or whatever they yeah. so that happened right and then um in turn of that like the the cops were turning blind eye like a blind eye to people going out to these speakeasies and they started calling the cops a blind pig. Oh. So uh, that's where that name come, came from. That you know, it's like okay, a blind pig. It's it's yeah. crazy because there like there there is more than more like. There's more than one blind pig. Yeah, there but, is. But yeah, it was just uh, you know more more or less just uh, being able to go out and have a drink. Yeah. Uh, without uh, any so, power of like. Yeah. Authorities kind of breathing down your neck. Yeah. Yeah. So did you start off as a bartender or no, man? See, that's the thing. Like uh, in the service industry, uh, you pretty much uh, got to start from the bottom, no matter where you're at. What is, what is the bottom? The bottom is uh, chump, <laughs> dude. It's 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 cleaning throw up from toilets, uh. Uh, you know, from from the women's restroom, which I'll say this women, we got to do better. Really? Uh, yeah. The, the women's restroom in a bar. You can ask anybody who's ever worked in one is one of the nastiest no, places. I don't believe it. One of the nastiest places it. ever. What is so nasty about it? I, it's I, just, don't, I don't believe it. It's just it's just the fact that, you know, once once, you know, a person gets to that kind of tipsy drunk or whatever, uh Okay, never mind I, I, I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> never mind. So, okay. I'll I'll say this, yeah, just that's the nastiest place. In, in the bar. So, so you know, you got to clean that up. You got to, you know, kick people out. You got to uh, take out all you the You wouldn't trash. think it's nasty. Sorry. You wouldn't think it's nasty, though, because, like, you have to, like, your ass has to sit in, in, in the toilet seat, right? So you, you would think everybody would clean it and, and keep it clean. Oh, no, no. But then I heard they hover. What do you mean hover? Like, instead of, like... Planning your ass. Oh, oh, they hover <laughs> over the seat. They, they yeah, hover. I forget. There's got to be a name for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm it's pretty probably, sure it's probably that's called a, like hovering or something. I'm pretty sure that's why it's it's <laughs> dirty all the time. Um, but yeah, so it, it, you got to deal with all the the nitty gritty nasty stuff that goes on on a weekend. You know, when all those weekend warriors finally get to oh, yeah. let their hair down uh, and 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 you know have some fun after a whole week of you know working at their 
whatever job they have, you know? So how long did you do art bag before you, you work your way? Or oh, how, how, how did that look? Like? Okay. So, so I started off as a door guy, door guy is like, you're doing all that grunt work. And then I went from there to a bar back, uh, pretty quickly. I feel like it was probably less than six months. Um, but my first day bar backing, uh, I got thrown into a, uh, New Year's Eve. Oh, and shit. That was that, so Halloween and New Year's Eve are bar holidays. And, and it's where uh, most people charge cover. And mostly everybody goes out again, like the drinking holiday. You know, everybody, no matter what day of the week is, they're going to go out. Um, so I got thrown in, and it was a sink or swim kind of situation. And I wasn't necessarily swimming but i was treading water but after that it was it was it was uh it was a pretty good experience and then from there um i got used to you know being behind the bar and making sure everything was stocked and ready for bartenders but uh when it got time to as a bar back it gets busy and you're gonna have to start serving that's where you know that that bartender you know kind of practice yeah that's where it came in because you know like uh it was free pour. So free pour is, you know, you don't have uh, like the little measuring, the little measuring uh, alcohol cup. Right. So you're just pouring uh, straight from the bottle. So I kind of knew how to do that already. So from there, I kind of moved up to bartender pretty quick. So I feel like that all in all, it happened in less than maybe eight or nine months when I first started in the bar industry. So it was definitely a... Uh, right right time right place and you know but you you how long did you kept that going like obviously now but so i guess how long have you been bartending um it was probably since 20 uh, no well probably 2018 because I, I started in 17 towards the latter half of 17 and then going into 18 that's when uh i pretty much started uh started bartending so, so yeah you started bartending what was your schedule looking like, uh, and and how are you balance that, balancing that with school? Because I mean, I, I, I mean, I I did it once. Yeah. I did uh, door guy once, and I only did it. It was graduation night, and uh, I did it at, at Melu's uh, bar in in the square, San Marcos. Yeah, Melu's is also another another good spot, stomping ground. Uh, I did that, and I hated it, and I only got paid like seventy bucks a night. For the whole night, and I, I was like, "Fuck it!" Like I only did it to help my my uh, our, our fraternity brother, yeah, uh, Mario Herrera. Shout out Mario Herrera. Hey, oh, he has the same name as you. <laughs> uh, but I I, uh, I did it, and and I th- I think I might have done it a weekend. But he, I mean, he has that place online. Like he he that that's his that's his baby right there. Yeah, yeah, he's been there for a minute. Yeah. So how did how did uh but yeah how did you balance that with with school and studying because there was there was nights where i wouldn't go out and i would yeah. stay in saturday night yeah but 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 you didn't have that option no i did not have that option um i would say that um it was it was extremely difficult very one of the hardest things i've ever done because i feel like even like you know i have homies you know here in houston that they you know they stayed here but they started uh they would go to school but then work like a blue collar job, you know right. what I mean? And once uh that money starts coming in, you know, your perspective on your situation kind of changes. Uh-huh. And that's the same thing that kind of happened with me, man. Uh my perspective definitely changed a bit because I was working with um like honestly like grown adults, 
you know, as right. a twenty something, like people in their mid to late thirties, early forties, that are making very, you know, very decent money, yeah. you know, and uh, as as that twenty something, I'm like, bro, I'm making bank right now, dude. What? Yeah, Damn, I don't know what I don't I don't know about this college. Yeah, thing, I don't know about this. Yeah, so but um, you know, I just kept going and kept doing uh school and work until finally, dude, I got that to that to that uh tipping point where I was like, all right, dude, this is not gonna be, you know, I, I can't do both. Right. Took a year off, man. Uh, definitely, you know, you've, I I definitely looked at at where I was in that time and what I needed to do uh-huh. and what I wanted to do. And and decided okay, um, bartending school. But I definitely did. I, what's that? Did you let it affect your grades at any point before you took that that break off? Yeah, dude. So it was starting to. It was starting to, and I was like, it was more uh, uh, like okay, like what's going to be more important at this time, this place in time. Yeah. And it was you know taking care of me and my. My essential needs that that uh, Maslow's hierarchy hierarchy of needs. Yeah, you Maslow's know. pyramid. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. So that was happening. I was like, okay, well, I need how to take do you care. know that? That's that's a marketing thing. Yeah, I mean, dude, uh, exactly. Is it a marketing thing? Or? No, I feel like it's, it's psychology, everything? right? Yeah, oh, psychology. Wow. Everybody takes psychology. Holy shit! Yeah, so it was more of that, man. I was like, okay, dude, I need to take care of what you know. I need to take care of before I move on further and and that's what you know bartending helped me with but it also helped me understand that yeah bro this is definitely you know it's very fun and it's very it's a passion of mine like i'll never stop bartending i feel like ever in my life right however if 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 that's for money or not that's that's where you know that dilemma is and um i was like nah fuck that yeah i mean you made us some drinks right now they came out pretty delicious i know and and, you know I, i i dabble in you know, recipes, YouTube videos, and yeah. trying to expand my knowledge. But, you know, it's definitely uh, the hobby that I want to have for the rest of my life. Right. Necessarily something that I want to continue uh, on further. But um, all in all, all in all, bartending helped me figure out, okay, uh, this is a good and sufficient way to make a living. Right. But um, more or less there's more that I want to do at this moment in time. Well, yeah. And, and I think I have to, I have to, I'll have to point out some things. I think, uh, I think for the listeners that don't know you, um, before you started bartending, you were, uh, you're a wild man. Yeah. yeah <laughs> wild man. You were a wild man. You would disappear some nights, uh, you know, uh, wake up in strange places, but, uh, <laughs> I think uh, when you started working, we stopped seeing you, and we didn't know. It was like fuck, like, like we we were excited that you were doing that, but we were seeing less of you. And I was like, man, I wonder if Mario's gonna keep doing this. And I think a lot of us had a worry that that you might drop out of school and not not do it. Like I was like, fuck, like this guy's. We haven't seen this guy come around. You were less active with the fraternity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think, uh, I think like you, I mean, you also took a lot of guys with you to start working. Cause a lot of people are like, well, Mario's doing it. Let's, let's, let's all do it. And- yeah. I, I would like to say, uh, anybody that was, uh, in the service industry in college and was either ODFI or a friend of ODFI, 
like they got that job because let's, of me. Let's let's send some shout outs. <laughs> hey, that, shout out. Uh, hey, but I, I I gotta send out a shout out to to the OG Yasin Yasin Yasin. So he was working at Blind Pig, and uh, he got me the job there. Right. And after that, you know, it was uh, Ryan Stewart. You know, Kevin Arevalo. Yeah. Uh, I got uh, who else? J- Big Jake a job Jake. there. Uh, Jose worked there for a little bit. Yeah. Um, Roy. Roy. Yeah. Roy. <laughs> Ivan. Irving. That boy, hey, Big Swerve. Big yeah. Swerve was out there. <laughs> Urban, Urban worked there for a bit, man. And he, he moved up and, and learned a lot, you know, the bar industry as well, man. And, um, yeah, it, it, so the thing was, it's like, okay, well, I have this outlet and, you know, I know how it is to, you know, not have a a, yeah. a, a, a decent kind of job while you're in college to, to make at least some type of money other than, was good, man. you know, eight bucks, seven bucks, nine bucks, whatever. And um, dude, I, I mean, just I put the homies on where I could, and that's... no, dude, like I, I, I really wanted to do it too. I just, man, I was like, dude, I cannot balance that, dude. Like for me, like I think also I went to school late, so I didn't have that stamina as you young bucks. <laughs> True, but uh, I mean, like I needed my sleep. <laughs> yeah. Like freshman and and sophomore year, I went too hard with like the staying up late, cramming for a test. At junior, senior year, if I didn't study by 9, 10 yeah. o'clock, sorry, baby, that's all you get. You're going to sleep. True. Rest true. is important. But I, 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 and I always found that so, like, I, like I, I you know, like, I, I, you know, you guys were brave for that, dude. All of you guys, because Jacob was my roommate. I'll see him come late. Roy, everybody. Yeah. Irving, like, all you guys would come super late and then keep going. Like, there's, like, like, like you didn't work the weekend and then you motherfuckers always did Sunday fun day. And it used yeah. to piss me off because I, like, I can't do Sunday fun day. I got, a, I got a class the next day and you're like, yeah, I got class too, but I'm not being a bitch. And I was like, what is that? Like, no, that's uh, no. Like you guys, but you guys were, you know, you guys were four years younger than me at the time. You guys were true. Yeah. But it, it, I feel like it's, it's also because, you know, once you join, once you join that, that industry, it's, you stop becoming the person that um is in the party and is enjoying the party and more the facilitator oh, of the party okay and and you know being that that host in that type of environment it's more like hey dude we got to make sure everything's good, good to, to go, go. Yeah. yeah and let's do this and and so you know your your social meter is is constantly you know being dra- it's you know at at at, at full beginning of the night by the end of the night it's at e you're like dude i don't even want to joke around with nobody right now dude like right let's count this money let's get that let's get let's yeah get yeah, that, that's, yeah that's an interesting perspective i never thought of that because you because you guys are all good hosts and you know you guys gotta not only take care of the blind pig but also take care or wherever bar you're at yeah. but also take care of the people exactly exactly like you know notice when things aren't you know looking too good between you know whatever group is you know in front of you whether that be you know uh, you know, young a young a group of young people or you know old people or you know mix it in between, so you got to kind of gauge that. But uh, doing that, and then seeing all your homies out, you yeah. seeing snaps like it, after your shift is done at you know three, four, five o'clock in the morning, and you're looking at you know snap IG stories, and it's like dude, everybody's out there having fun. You're like damn, dude. So well, so, so uh, yeah, talking about that FOMO. I know, I know that I must have sucked, but let's dig into that a little bit. Were there any like school events, school traditions, or like things that you missed out and you're like, fuck, dude. Dude, hands down, tailgates, man. 
<laughs> Saturday Saturday tailgates, bro. You know, whether it's a like a early morning tailgate or a mid afternoon tailgate, just doing that and knowing, like, if I go out there, I'm not gonna go to work because I'm not gonna want to leave because all my friends are there. You know, they're having the time of their lives. Oh my they're god! They're either gonna go to the football game after this, which nobody did at Texas State. Or, you know, just continue the party and, you know, do something else because, you know, everybody doesn't have class the next day. You know, if you have a job, Jesus. like it's later, you know, it's not it's not at six yeah. o'clock in the morning or uh, seven o'clock in the morning when you have to go in. So it, it that's one thing that I definitely missed a lot. And then on top of that, it's like so you, you see your friends, they also they go back home during the weekends to go visit family. And it was like, well, everybody, you know, kind of works day jobs. So you can't really go and visit family all that much either. So you got to, you know, work weekends and, and, you know, continue to do that to, to support, you know, yourself. And, and it, so it was, it was a very kind of hard thing to balance. But, you know, whenever that time did come to sure, see family, guys- you know, it was, it, it, it was fun. Or when I could make it to a tailgate, it's like, I bet, like, yeah. you know. Let's let's have some fun, cause dude, I'm here. I gotta make I gotta make the day or the weekend, you know, kind of worth dude, it. Dude, as soon as you said that, I just thought of like how when I was in college, I would take Sundays Saturdays off, but I worked all day Sunday. Yeah. But we didn't open till like eleven, so exactly. I I would like sleep in a little bit, get some breakfast, and then go work, and I'll have a headache all Sunday. But I didn't care, cause I was I just had like a blast the yeah. tailgate before. And the thing about tailgates, like I mean, there was that one tailgate where. No one was there, and it was just me and my my little Diego. And me and my little Diego, we were like, we saw a cooler full of Jello shots. We looked at each other, and we're like, "Fuck it, let's just chug these." And we we me and him made the best out of it. And by two p.m., we're like, "This is a fucking badass tailgate, (laughs) dude." The 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 next day, I I wake up and like you know, I wake up and I go down to the living room, and all the bros are there, and I'm like, "Dude, that was that was a wild tailgate, huh?" And they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Like, there was nobody there." And I'm like, "Really?" And I was like, "Dude, I, I was." I was like, don't, like I was having a great time. They're like, bro, you were the only one that was drunk. You and Diego, and I was like, oh shit, oh, my bad. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but you know those little tailgate, yeah, man, dude. There, so I, I would say there's a lot of memories that that uh, that you weren't that okay, because I wasn't able to be a part of. You know that you know it would have been nice too. But and then having the homies working with you, with you, that that's that that made it all worthwhile just like well you know yeah they're also a part of the fraternity they're also you know yeah because you guys you guys would make up for it like i would have like and and that's where those that's where those sunday fun days would come in you know it's like well fuck dude you know we just busted our ass you know this weekend like the the, the sunday worst fest that that y'all would all do yeah yeah because like we would have the the worst fest date party like on a thursday or friday the fucking that following on sunday y'all had y'all's own worst fest yeah we would just go out there and have a have a good time remember uh, shout out! Shout out to the pledges for the ride. Appreciate <laughs> you. Yeah, no Uber today. Uh, so okay, so what were some uh some things that you learned about bartending that you think will help you later in life? Oh, dude, man the the sheer fact of interacting with so many people in a span of seven to eight hours, right. and, and and getting to run into different kind of people. As in, you know, different personalities and how to deal with that personality. Because, like, like all in all, I feel like there's, like, a few, like, set personalities. You know, like, there's not too... There, there's obviously variations, but, like, 
in a general sense, there's like, you know, a person that's, you know, kind of happy, sad, mad, or whatever the case may be. Right. And you learn how to kind of talk to those people and you learn kind of how to, uh, um, how to probe questions for that person to answer. Right. Uh, and, and, and it's more like you're, you're not asking them a question. You're kind of like, um, trying to find out more about them and they're kind of more open about it. So like, I'll say like, if, uh, a person's like, what do you like, what do you guys have? And my immediate question would be, well, you know, like, what do you like to drink? And then that kind of opens them up to, oh, well, kind of like this. And this one time when I was in Mexico, I kind of had this drink ah. and it was like, this is that. So, you know, just that one question kind of opens them up to, 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 to uh, kind of like webs it out. Yeah, it webs it out. Like a spider webs it out and, and it allows them to share experiences with me so I can further like kind of pry into that to kind of get them the best the best kind of cocktail beer or shot that I think based on what they've told me right now in this, you know, minute interaction, yeah, you know, would, would be best. So with that and, and, you know, definitely just talking to different people when it comes to like interviews or like, you know, just like, I guess I would say just overall professional interactions. I feel like bartending definitely has helped me hone those skills and, and, you know, kind of sharpen the way, that I go about asking those questions because you know I I'll I'll be a liar if I was to tell you that it worked every time because it doesn't but it's a perfect way to but, practice. Yeah, it is a good way to practice, and I know that you know me knowing you for a while now, you're very social. You you can strike up a conversation with anyone, uh, but yeah, I think you know you trying to provide the best experience for your guests at your bar. You would you want them to feel welcome, and and I think I think that's really good. I never thought about it through that sociology lens i guess you could say yeah yeah that's, that's client relations right, if, client, if, you, it is. If, you, if you can't if you can't yeah. connect with your client no matter what industry they're not going to stay with that company that you're working for for long and you know it's it's you're not going to be there for long right right wow so you you want to be that guy because like all right so i'll be honest dude like when i go to bars especially like you know monkey's tails or bobcat teddies DNTs, whatever it may be, like I like my bartender. Yeah. And I know they don't know my name. I don't know their name. <laughs> yeah. But I know once we look at each other in locked like, eyes. What's up, bro? That's my guy. Exactly. That's my guy. You know, sometimes I take care of them. Most of the times I do. Uh sometimes I forget to close out my tab. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. At twenty percent grat, appreciate you. There it is. There it goes. Um that, that's that's really interesting. I, I never thought about it like that. Um Okay, so what advice would you give uh, to any any college kid who's thinking about bartending while in college? Man, the main thing that I would say is, uh, you know, while you're doing it, you know, definitely uh, have some fun while you're there. But but don't don't forget where, like, what what the purpose of, of your tenure, whatever job, you know, what 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 it's for, you know, while you're there. You know, you definitely there to get some money, but get money. Don't let money, uh, you know, make you or make uh, money. Make like, money brain, like not yeah. brainwash you. Like thinking exactly, like this exactly. Because yeah. you know, there, there's a lot of people within the service industry that they'll tell you, "Yeah, bro, I got, I got a year left." Like you know, I did three years or whatever, and I never went back. And then you know, it's like, ah, well, fuck, bro. Like at least 
if you're going to do that, man, definitely at least try to, you know, finish something, you know, right. And just go back and do it because you don't want to be, you don't want to have that sense of regret. So when, when you get into the industry, there's a lot of people that are going to tell you why you even doing what you're doing in school. And right. they're going to say like, look at, look at, look what we, what we can offer you. <laughs> the grass is much greener over here on this side. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, it may, it may look like that for a little bit, but as you're getting older, there's different, like, uh, the quality of life kind of shifts with your perspective. Right. And, uh, it may fit, it may not. And so just take that into account. Like it's a, it's a very good industry if you want to do that. Uh, however, think about the long term, not necessarily the short term would be the mm. best, uh, the best kind of, uh, advice that i could give to a college student wanting to bartend because dude bartending is awesome it's a good time but just think about everything through all kind of angles and uh lenses before you kind of make that that final jump you know for sure for sure that's some good insights right there uh so right right before we close this topic of the uh the bartending because i do have a question that uh, some, some some questions some fun ones yeah. Uh, but I think it's I think it's time for D-Flow to pour us another shot. Yes, sir. Please. Let's do, Let's it. do it. All right. Here we go. Here we go. One more time. One more time. All right. What are some tips for all the people out there that like to go to bars and talk to bartenders? What are some tips to get the best service? Ooh, tips to get the best service. Um... I would say um, if you are the the guy that goes out to the bar and is thinking that the bartender's cute, I'm about to get with her, I'm about to get with him, you know, guy or girl, whatever the case may be. Right. Um, don't be that person because at the end of the day, man, like they're there because they have to be there because right. they have to make money. They have to live. They're not there necessarily to, to find the love of their life, you know, to sweep them off their feet and, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, pretty much put them up in a mansion. Dude, just chill out, have fun with your friends. Don't harass the people that are working with you, you know, because at the end of the day, like, like say, say if there, there's a section of, of the bar that that bartender kind of has, they're going to have to talk to you. The rest of the time that you're there, regardless, regardless, oh my and God. dude, like it, it's so annoying to to kind of have to deal with that person on and on and on, you know. And it's the same thing. And it's just like, bro, dude, just get out of my face. Okay, you know. And and I've I've had coworkers, you know, like I've had to step in for coworkers, like, hey, bro, oh, just no. leave her alone already, dude. Like you're making an ass of yourself and you're making her uncomfortable. Like if you don't stop. We're going to get you out of the bar. If you don't want to leave, you can leave in half cups, you know? Shit. And, like, so that that stuff happens, you know? So just don't be that guy. And, and always, you know, just, hey, notice and read the room. Like, if, read the if, room. The, if, if, if it's busy, if it's busy and, you know, you kind of like, oh, hey, but, you know, trying to have a conversation with that person that you're trying to talk to, dude, just don't. Okay. Just don't. So I got, I, I got a follow-up to that. And you don't have to answer that. You might not know how to answer this, but yeah, this is just something yeah. that, that I, that I just popped in my head. This is like pre pandemic times though. Cause you normally don't see this. Maybe you do on like some bars on Washington yeah. or midtown, but let me ask you this. The bar is packed. There's only like two, three bartenders. 
There's the whole bar is like filled up with people trying to get drinks. Yeah. What is my best way to approach you? Like being friendly, like, like what, how should, how should I approach you? Um, so like, like, cause I, cause some people like will like flash their card or their money. I know that's a no go. Yeah. I feel like a jack. I feel like a jackass doing that. Yeah. So I, I would say like, so should I make eye contact? Like, yeah, always dude. Always make eye contact. Cause like, I mean, you, you know who you're looking at. You right. You know what I mean? You make eye contact and that person will either like, you know, give you a little like thumbs up or like, Hey, like let you acknowledge you at least like, Hey, I got you just like. Hold wait, tight. Wait, yeah, hold tight. I got you. Okay. And then do what they do whatever they got to do. Um, so I would say that, you know, make eye to- make eye contact or just like kind of like raise your hand a little bit just to notice, like just to help them notice uh where See, you are in position yeah. to oh, okay. where they are. To break that clutter, you know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because I like me as a bartender and you know, obviously pre pandemic, um, the people that would do that, I would I would kind of go to them rather than the person that kind of just sat back because not, not necessarily that the person that sat back is just like, you know, kind of reserved or just being respectful. Right. It was just like, okay, well, I don't know who really got there first if they're not standing right in front of me, you know? Ah, got and it. so it might be like, in my mind, it's like, well, if that person's already flagging me down, he might have been there for a bit. Let me go get him real quick because the right. person that just got there, I'm reading. I'm reading their body language. They're not that yeah, impatient. They're, yeah, they're not that impatient. They're like, oh, I just got here. You know, I'm chilling. Like, you know, take your time. So I, I would say that you know, kind of do that, but never flash your card. Like, hey, <laughs> I have I have money that I want to spend. Never do that. Or, dude, never ever. I repeat, ever snap. Oh, anyone behind the bar, like that? anyone, dude, that, that is, that's the, or whistle or whistle at anybody. That's the, one of the most oh disrespectful things ever in, in the industry. It's just like, you're, you're, you think I'm, I'm your pet that you want me to, to no come way. and, and uh, obey your orders and, and sit and stay and roll over. It's like, dude, it doesn't work like that. I'm, I'm again, <laughs> this goes back to, I'm facilitating your weekend because you you had a week of work that you're you know you have a life of either you love it or hate it you're trying to kind of get away and have some fun and i'm spending my life trying to help that become a reality you know so it's just some of the most disrespectful uh actions that you could do so never snap or whistle at a bartender or or yell hey or you like you know, ask them their name. You there, sir. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, ask them their name, but, you know, you know, just basic common courtesy, like, hey, excuse me. Like, you know, just stuff like that, man. That, so, that goes a long way. So I, I do some of the tricks that I stopped doing now or, like, like, like pre-pandemic. Yeah. Uh, um, one, I stopped looking at my phone while I'm winning the bar because, like, every time I, like, sometimes it takes forever. Mm-hmm. But if I start looking at my phone, I feel like they just skip me. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. So again, it comes down to that eye contact because the person right. that that's looking at you that is eager to get something, uh, um, you know, you you can't hear anybody when there's live a live five piece band jamming to some you know nineteen eighties like classic rock. You Don't know? stop believing. Exactly. You know, <laughs> the, you can't really hear anything. You could you read lips, you read right. body language. So you're doing that. And again, if 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 you are not paying attention to me, I'm not paying attention to you because you obviously don't want right something right now, right this second. You, you know what else I stopped like stopped doing? I start I stopped having conversations with people like while I'm waiting. Like I'll be like, 
Just wait, wait, just stop talking to me right now. I'm trying to get this guy's attention. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah that, that's good. And, and, and you know, again, get in where you fit in. You know, okay. like, yeah. if you see Squeeze somebody's doing that, oh, appreciate you. I'm getting right yeah. in front of you. I'm getting right in front of you, you know. I'm okay. Trying to do stuff like that. We got some good tips. All the listeners out there, hopefully they treat their bartenders better if they didn't before. Yeah, yeah. And and please don't say, um, this, this is the last one. Um, I don't know. Something along the lines of, of, like, well, I got bad service. I'm not going to tip you or, or like, oh, like, no. or, or think that your tip, your, you as an individual, your tip matters that much huh. because it doesn't, because if you go into a bar, so there, there's nights there, there, I would say the, the, there is one night in particular, it was UT versus LSU in 2019. Oh yeah. Our shit. bar, our bar, I would say probably made in total sales 75 K. Jesus. That night, that, that Saturday. Well, it, it was okay. It was, it was an accumulation. No, no, it was, it was the accumulation of, of like a whole day. Oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah. From when we opened to when we closed. However, you know what I'm, what I'm saying at uh, how I'm, much like a storm makes a week. That's how, I think that's how much North face made in one week. Okay, what I'm getting at though is that like Sorry, bars, <laughs> bars make money. Bars make money. You know what I'm shmoney. saying? Yeah, they make they make money. And what I'm trying to say is that like, dude, don't try to act like you have like if you're uh, how do you say thirty dollar tip? Yeah, like if you're like like holding something holding something over somebody's head because they're your server, waiter, bartender, whatever. Uh, dude, like like you don't have that much power, and fuck and me. don't be that guy either. So. Yeah, to, to be honest though, like I actually learned more, like you, like how you mentioned all the homies started bartending and all that. Yeah. Like that's when I started like, okay, like I have a lot of homies that do that. And I started like, I don't want to say started treating better because I always treated people, you know, the same with respect and everything. Yeah, but yeah. I think when I, when I, when all y'all started working, I think that I had more appreciation for it. Cause I was, exactly. Exactly. So, so I always try to be like that. Uh, I apologize to all the bartenders if I have not been like that. If you're listening to the show and you're like, that motherfucker never <laughs> fucking toast never said that. <laughs> motherfucker waved his card at me. No, like, <laughs> no, no. Blacklisted from this <laughs> no, no. Uh okay, okay. Let's move on. Okay. Gotcha. I got I got a fun one. Uh you bartending in college. Ah, yes, yes. I want to hear it right now from the source here in, in San Marcos. San Marcos is actually some like random website. Named San Marcos like the party school in Texas. Did you see that? I did. I did. It was it's, best. It's, it won best college town and yeah, best best part, best bar and yeah. best party school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I agree with all all those. Uh, it's do you agree? I yeah. I mean, I, I, I will say this, dude. Like yeah. I I I did know Texas State had that reputation back when it was called Southwest. A SWT. Shout SWT. out to the old all the old Bobcats. All the all the old Bobcats. Um, so I had that, and then when I hang out with people, and like, especially like after post grad, when like you have you have homies from like all over Texas, from yep. UTRGV, from UTSA, from UT A and M Tech, whatever. Every time we hang out with them, I would feel like I'm like fuck, like you know, let's keep the party going. They'll be like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like or like, damn, you already took three shots. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yes, I just barely had three shots. Let's take three more. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, man, dude, what, what the fuck? Mean? And so they. They look at me like I'm some fucking party savage, and I'm like, bro, this is like a normal night at Texas State. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, but but you, you you know you you're from that area around yeah, that area. Yeah. 
what were the top five basic drinks college kid orders? I'm talking about oh, the God. basic of the basic. basic. No, no brand names, but if you have a brand, fuck it, bring it on. I got you. Uh, I would say. Uh, Let's I, do it backwards though. Five, four, three, two, one. Ah, dude. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. Dude, honestly, I don't know if I can put it in order. I can name five, though. Okay. Okay, we'll, I'll do five. Let's do five, then. All right. So, I would say uh, the the, whisk, the infamous Whiskey Coke. Oh. <laughs> whiskey Coke, close it. Yeah, thank you. And, and whiskey Coke. Yeah, so it's it's a dude wearing wearing light, light wash jeans. It's Baby um, D. It's Baby D. Yeah, Baby D. <laughs> Shout out, Baby D. No, dude wearing light wash Wranglers, you know, some boots and, and, and you know, some random kind of, like, golf polo. And you know, she said, like, she said you just described yourself. <laughs> yeah, hey, it, it, I, I didn't say it was a bad fit. I didn't say no, it was a bad it's, fit. It's a good fit. It's a good fit. Yeah, but however, like you know, it's <laughs> it's it's that person you know getting one drink and closing it, and then like sipping that for the next hour and a half, yeah. two hours. Yeah, Jesus. yeah. So so that's one of the basic drinks. Um, another one, I would say. Is uh, a Tito soda or, or Tito, yeah, soda. Tito soda? That's usually a go-to. Um, that's what I feel like is just like it's okay, you know. But, yeah, vodka, but, vodka yeah, soda. Yeah, it's yeah, a vodka soda, and then you know with the lime. But don't say, "Can I have a vodka soda and seventeen limes oh, on, no. on the Who thing?" The fuck has that? It's, it's just you know, girls in general. You know, that's <laughs> the, yeah. It's just like, dude, I'll just give you like four limes that are aren't cut, and you know, just. Kind of squeeze I, I, the fuck yeah, out just of it. squeeze it, dude. Like if you want to, I'll just give you a lemonade. Yeah, yeah, lime yeah, 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 lime it, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's another basic one. So okay, that's we, two. Yeah, we got two. Uh, the the other basic one going off of that one would be uh, a Tito's and vodka. Tito, oh, the, the Tito's and vodka. Tito's and vodka. Exactly. Exactly. Wait, Tito's is vodka. Yeah. Tito's yeah. I'm 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 getting I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. What does that so mean? so people order that all the time. They say, oh, with with the utmost confidence in the world. And they say, can I get, yeah, yeah, can, can I get a, a four Tito's and vodkas? I'm like, what? <laughs> Tito's and vodka? Yeah, yeah. You don't know what a Tito's and vodka is? It's like, all right. And then I get the actual bottle. I was like, so you want Tito's and you want well vodka together in ice? Oh, no, no, that's not <laughs> what I meant. That's not what I meant. Like, dude, just you know, I, I know y'all are going so what up do there they confidence. Mean? They just mean a Tito's and soda, or uh, a, a vodka soda. Yeah, but like they get really mad at you when you're like, "Are you sure that's what you want?" Because like, honestly, you know, like the service industry is being about servicing the person that's in front of you, right. trying to like, hey, whatever they want, that's pretty much what what you're gonna give them, you know. Right. So you try to kind of steer that person in the right path, like. Are you sure you want this? And if they're adamant about yes, that's what I want. Well, guess what? That's what you're getting. So I, I dude, I poured some Tito's and well vodka to some people because that's how they that's they how they that, wanted. That's their how drink. confident they were. Yeah, and then they came back. I'm so sorry. I didn't want Tito's and vodka. I wanted a Tito's and soda. I was like, man, I was trying to tell you. Uh, you know. Jesus. So so that's that's three. Um, after that, dude, my. And and these, I would say the 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 first three aren't in any order. The next two, there's a one and a two. So okay. the 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 two 
would be an adios motherfucker. Jesus. In, in, in AMF. Uh, that's that's a basic. Dude, I haven't ordered college. that drink in like years. Bro. That's that's a basic college drink. Um, what does it have? I I, ne- I, I didn't. So it has four types of liquors. Uh oh. On top of a uh, blue carousel. Uh, so it's just like a blue liqueur, but the liquors are uh, vodka, tequila, gin, and rum. And it's a, a half ounce of, of each one, half ounce of each one, and then on top of that, a half ounce of the um of the blue carousel. Why the fuck would I? Why would I drink that back? Then? Oh my it, it, God. Exactly, and, and it's Bro, just I, like I used to get the pitchers for five bucks. I, I had Shakespeare. Shout out Shakespeare's pub. Shakespeare's had them. Our sister bar over there. Uh, and, Moose Knuckles also had them. Toulouse. You see that side of the block from from uh you know from that's a, uh, from where where Blind Pig was, dude. I I love that side, dude. That side, like, it's 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 a nice that's party a, side. That's a Thursday night side, yeah, dude. Nice that's party a Thursday side. night side for sure. Because I just want to get ratchet. Yeah, I want to get down. Dude, that, that's that's the goal. Bro, they, they having beer pond, be having all kinds of shit. There. Yeah, dude. dude yeah, and, and, no, no. You know what? You know what the best part about the other side of Sixth Street, like, yeah, the, they play better music. They do. They play. They they'll do. play all the hip hop bobs. They'll play all. They hardly play like country and stuff like that. Which you know, sometimes yeah. I want that, but sometimes I just I just want to catch some ass. Yes. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, throw that thing in a circle. I'll, th- I'll throw my. Hey, hey, appreciate bro. Like, like that other side is 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 like the music is is fantastic, bro. Fantastic. The DJ, yeah. like, like I, I, I would want to stay there because I'm like, dude, the music's good, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. just put back that ass, bro. Like, <laughs> hey, wait, wait until the song is finished. Uh, so I just I don't even dance with girls. I'll, I'll just dance with with Deeplo, dog. <laughs> no, I'm just Deep I don't think Deeplo. Have we ever been to the Sixth Street together? No, right? Oh, yeah. Really? Bro, hey, lati- latitude at one thirty. Latitude at one thirty. <laughs> shout out latitude. Hey, shout shout out to to. To uh UD, uh UD5 to OD5 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 UT OD5 UT catch after uh, Gabe uh UDL Patrick yeah all the all those guys, all those man. guys dude. Yeah, yeah they're fun guys uh no dude but uh no it's 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 a fun time it's a fun time okay so then yeah. what's the number one Long Island Iced Tea what Long Island Iced Tea and Lit so it, it, it's it's uh, well yeah that's yeah. an honorable mention. Yeah, okay, okay, I'll say honorable mention. Yeah, cranberry vodka. I I thought that was gonna be your number one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so it, the thing is, when I'm saying like basic college drinks, right, right, oh, all yeah, right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Basic college drinks are are something that's cheap, has the most alcohol, and and the person is just trying to get fucking absolutely blasted. Right. And and so that's why like that's my that's my number 2 and my number 1. Right. Because like people just want to get like you know if a person's going to order one of those two things, they're either not going to like they're, they're not going to tip or they're just going to get maybe one every like I said, hour and a half, 2 hours and granted, I mean, that's probably the the right way to to drink alcohol, you know, like I mean, one yeah. an hour. But you know, excuse me. Uh, you know, uh, on 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 Sixth Street, it's just like you know everybody just coming in and drinking. Either way, either way, that's that's what I would say would be the the most basic drinks. Sheesh, what is the lit? Uh, so the lit pretty much has the same thing uh, as the adios. However, it does not have blue carousel. And it only has three liquors. No tequila. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, well, no, yeah, actually, yeah, no tequila. So it has uh, gin, vodka, 
and rum and triple sec. Ah, uh, okay. So it has those four. At least that's how we made it at, at uh, the good old Blind Pig uh, with that. And then it's just sweet and sour and, and a splash of Coke. Uh, so so most people think that, yeah, yeah, Long Island ST, you know, you have like Lipton tea that goes in it. No, like, no not at all. It's just, you know, some very, uh, uh, you know, high, high, uh, what is it? Uh, fructose corn syrup. <laughs> Glucose. <laughs> the, the, the secret, the secret names for sugars. Yeah. You remember yeah. that commercial from Nickelodeon? Like if you see these, these, uh, never mind. Nah, I'm showing my age now again. Uh, First it was back to the feature. Now it's, yeah, I'm sorry, bro. Okay. And I, I, I mean, I know a few, all that, you know, all that. Uh, I, know I know all, all that. that. Okay. Yeah, so honor- <laughs> honorable mentions, uh, Cram- cranberry, cranberry vodka. Cranberry yeah. vodka. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know so many, so many girls right now got mad because you didn't say cranberry vodka. Yeah, they're, they're like, sh- what? 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 I don't remember that, that shit. I mean, that's, what I, that's my favorite. That's my go-to. What the fuck? Uh, no, it's all good. It's all good. All right, Mario. Well, let's go to this next portion of the podcast that I like to call the closeout Q&A. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> sorry. It's been fun, man. I haven't had a bartender on the show. So. Yeah. You well, made some good drinks. Shout out to Mario for the great drinks. Shout out to D-Flow for pouring you, up you. two, three shots for us. Yeah, the the bottle service girl. Appreciate it. Hey. Yes, sir. Uh, don't hey. hide them Don't hide them dude. Uh, <laughs> all right. So let's go to the closeout Q&A. Uh, so these are five questions that I always ask my guests. You can take it to your interpretation. There is no right or wrong. Yeah, yeah, you got it. You can answer it however you want. Uh, but let's start with, with question number one. So um, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received and why? Oh, man. I would say, and this was actually from from one of my regulars, dude. So he, he told me this story about his, uh, his family back in Mexico. They own this, like, uh, this kind of like a, I guess like a freighter company or something like that. Right. They're, they're making money. And, and one of his uncles was the main guy. Uh, the main guy uh, tells one of his workers, hey, dude, I need everybody to stay uh, after their shift. And we're going to stay here pretty much whenever we're done because we have a huge order to fill. And, you know, if we don't fill it, like we're going to lose this client. Like there's no, there's no, uh, there's, no is not an option here. Everybody's going to stay. Right. And, and uh, you know, kind of like the foreman or supervisor or whatever, he tells him, he's like, like, boss, like, I can't. I can't stay. Like, I, like, I have a prior engagement. You know, I'm a, I'm a godfather in, in you know, my family member's quinceanera for her 15th. And, um, and pretty much, you know, like, I, there's no way I can stay. Like, I, I can't. I can't. Go, you know, going kind of bad standing with them. And the, the boss is like, well, look, man, if you go, your work here is done. Like, you don't have any more work here. And Jesus. yeah, yeah. So the, he gave him that ultimatum, right? And, and, and that, you know, supervisor uh, foreman told him, he's like, okay, well, so if I don't stay, does, does my work in here or does it end everywhere? And the guy was like, no, it's going to end here. He's like, okay, you know, I'll take my chances. You know, I'll take my chances and, you know, I'll go. So he, he left. 
and um you know uh the next few days or whatever um the uh the the actual like you know the head guy kind of called him it's like hey man you know your job still here your job is still here and it's ready to go whenever you are pretty much the 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 moral of the story was that um when when you're sure of yourself when you know what you can do uh it, it it's it's almost like um you can you can teach somebody kind of you can feed somebody or you can teach them how to fish you know what i mean right, right. so like the opportunities are going to be endless if if you carry yourself and you know what you can do in whatever field um and and if you carry that with you like whatever opportunity comes up to you you're going to take advantage of it so just because one door closes doesn't mean that every other door is going to be closed. Close. Yeah, and and that's what my that, that's what you know one of my regulars told me. I was like, dude, it resonated with me a lot. It's like no matter where I go, like I know what I can do, and I know the kind of person I am, and pretty much, man, like I I'm a I'm a make I'm a make do with what I got and make it even better. Right. You know, just uh you know just doing that and and keep pushing and do what you can. That's a good one, man. Yep. That's a good one. I think uh, I think a lot of us too. Like, we get so stuck, like oh fuck, like you know the bosses. I gotta stay. I gotta stay. That we just become yes mans. Exactly. Don't don't don't. Uh, you see you see on social media all the time. Like take take that. And no, I'm being dead ass. <laughs> no, no, I'm yeah, being I, dead I, ass. Like like I'm, use I, your sick days. You know uh, yeah. like uh, uh, I, you know, I, use but, your vacation but time. The reason I chuckle is because like they'll say that like make sure you use your sick days. You're always replaceable, which is true. But but I, I just laugh because sometimes they'll put like a picture of fucking like a celebrity like fucking <laughs> Brad Pitt or like, yeah. or or or, or, or uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the, the Leonardo DiCaprio, DiCaprio from Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like if you don't if you don't have friends that are talk about stocks and you know. Yeah. This is mad and yeah. Find new friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, uh, so that's why I laugh. But no, it you know, there's some truth to that and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's some good advice, man. That's some good advice. Uh okay. So if you can grab a beer with with anyone in the world, you know, past or, or current, who would it be? Ah man. And why? Dude, I would say I would say probably Babe Ruth. Really? Yeah. The baseball player. The base with the great Bambino. The, the great Bambino. Yes, the great Bambino. The Colossus of Cloud. <laughs> yes, that guy. I was just watching that movie the other day. Uh, yeah, no. So, yeah. I mean, I would definitely want to, like, have a beer with him and, and just say, dude, like, how was it, like, facing somebody that throws, like, 75 to 85 miles an hour and hitting all those home runs? Because, like, dude, like... Well, like I assume that he was a great player. Like, I don't know, man. I, feel I guess like it wasn't that top talent. Back exactly, then. and okay. that's what I'm getting. That's so, what, like, yeah. I, I'm like, okay, so like, how good was he actually? You know, like, obviously, like he didn't really have that much of a like training regime, uh, but just like you know, what what was his life like as like the biggest star? In America, maybe. No, nah, I would say just America. Just America. Yeah, like maybe how, Canada. How, yeah, <laughs> maybe Canada. <laughs> you know, and, and a few <laughs> Dominican republics. Like, yeah, yeah, and, a few and, the islands. And, and and you know how how was that? How did he manage it? And you know, like, what was it like during that time? You know, because you know the the I, the turmoil within the country during that time as well. Like it's Great Depression, right? You know? Like, how how was how was the world in, in, in that state? 
I think that's really interesting because back then, you know, those players would play and then in the off season they had other jobs. Like yeah. they would go like back to the factory or back to the field, to the farm. Yeah. Uh, I think that is, I think that's a valid question. And then again, these players don't like, like there weren't like athletes like today, like LeBron James, like as soon as the fucking championship's over the next day, you're at the fucking gym getting ready for the next one. Like that's, <laughs> that's not how it worked back then. Yeah, no. You know, so yeah, I think that that's interesting. That's interesting. You are a big uh, baseball fan too. Baseball guy, Gustros, uh Yankees suck, and the Rangers. Uh, you guys are booty. <laughs> the Rangers. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, uh, what's your favorite place of all the places you've traveled, and why? Ah man. To be honest, uh, I haven't really traveled all that much, uh, but I would say, um, growing up, we went to uh, Disney World. I think Florida. that's that. Yeah, the Florida. Florida's yeah. World. Yeah. I would say that one, man. You know, just uh, going going to Disney uh, Disney World. Uh, it's just you know nostalgic, man. It's it's always a good yeah. time, even even as an adult, dude. Like, if you go to Disney World and you're mad, like there's something wrong with you. You know, I feel like like even if you're like like, you know, in a very kind of, like, bad place. You go there, like, I feel like you can... You know, you know where you need to go? It's nice where. So there's, like, multiple parks in Disney World, right? Yeah, that's yeah. That's it's called Disney fucking world. Yeah. There's a park called Epcot, and that's where the big circle's at. Yeah, the, the, and the I, golf ball. The golf ball. Yeah. And I heard that's where, like, that's, like, the Disney world for adults. Cause like, oh, for real? Dude, they have, like, so many, like, I think they have, like, a vineyards there. They have, like, beer from all over the world. Like, it's, like, the... The Disney World for 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 adults. Yeah. Although Jacob, uh, my homie, <laughs> shout out Jacob. Hey. He says that uh, Worst Fest is the Disney World for adults. Oh, which dude. I, which I also oh, think so, man. too. Oh, man. Dude, hey, I'm taking back my uh, my favorite place that I've been to. Uh, dude. Worst Fest? Worst Fest is the best. Oh, my God. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's just Worst Fest is awesome. If y'all have not been to Worst Fest, please go. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna happen this year. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, the the uh, the bank the the dining hall or whatever yeah. burned down, so they built it again. They built a new one. Yeah. I think it's gonna happen. Yeah. It's gonna happen no matter what. We're special. If all these time. like uh, EDM things are happening, that's gonna happen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, what is your favorite item that you bought this year? And it doesn't have to be like 2021, but it could be like. You know, twelve months ago. Favorite item. Um I would have to say, dude, my, my Xbox One. I, I haven't I haven't yeah. I haven't owned a gaming system maybe since I was like twelve to thirteen years what old. What was that? A play, PlayStation Two. Oh my god! The PlayStation Two, probably like slim. I don't. You just y'all can Play- look that up and see the see slim when. One, the yeah, little, yeah. yeah and, and see when that was, and that, that's the year. Um, but yeah, dude, I hadn't had one since then, and you know, finally, you know, the pandemic hit, and I was like, "Fuck, dude, what do I do?" And uh, I got the Xbox One, dude, and started playing, you know, Madden, FIFA, and finally. MLB the show oh, made its way to uh to Xbox when it was always on PlayStation. Uh so that was one of the 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 nicest uh cops that I've had. How often uh, are you uh online playing? Uh pretty pretty often. Pretty <laughs> she often. She said all day. <laughs> not she all day, all not day. all day, not all day. Yeah, but I did uh I did beat uh Lee Suddeth in, in uh two K twenty one a few times. 
So uh, Lee Sutter, if you want the the you know the title <laughs> back, if you want the title back, uh, you know where I'm at. <laughs> that's great. That's great. I've been trying to get him on the pod for a while. He he doesn't want to. I'm gonna get him though. I'm gonna get him. Yeah. All right, Lee. Uh, okay. So going down to the last question, uh, yeah. what book, uh, movie, podcast, uh, TV show have you read, seen recently? Would you recommend it? And of course, why? Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, dude. Like, I'm, I'm honestly gonna do a podcast book and maybe a TV show. Is that okay? No, do, dude, do whatever you want. Okay, okay. Uh, so the podcast. Uh, so th- this group of people that uh, they started off at uh, the Sci-Fi Wire, like the the network Sci-Fi. Okay. Um, and they had a a, a podcast called Job of the Pod. Like Jabba from Star Wars? Jabba from Star Wars. So okay. they, they literally break down pretty much anything and everything that is Star Wars, and they do it in a way where it's just fun, man. It, it's fun, and, you know, you kind of uh, – you're interested in each person's per- perspective because right. it's, it's three total people, two guys and a girl. And, uh, you know, they go into it pretty pretty well, and they make you – kind of see things from a different perspectives to understand, you know, the, the, uh, the production of a movie or TV show better. Uh, but they recently moved from job of the pod to their independent, uh, kind of podcast called return of the pod. So, uh, you check those, those guys out at, you know, job of the pod, return of the pod. Well, it's, uh, it's the same people. Yeah. Same people. They just like, you know, they were backed by the, the move, like the, I guess the TV network sci-fi. Um, sci-fi wire whatever oh, it is. at at while they were doing yeah while we're doing the first one and then now they kind of did their own thing where uh, there's no kind of like like they get to decide what what they get to talk about yeah. so on on return of the pod they talk more about you know star wars marvel dc and like more things rather than yeah. just star wars um man it's a really good one um for for the book uh, I would say uh, the again. This is all going to be Star Wars, but I, I but, didn't even know you were a Star Wars. Fan. Yeah, dude, I'm a I'm a pretty pretty big Star Wars fan. Um, I would say. Were that, you recently a Star Wars fan, uh, fan, or did how did that happen? Was it fucking Baby Yoda that? Got no, you? no, no, not Baby even. Yoda got you, huh? <laughs> not even, man. You so fell like, for you fell for that marketing trick. No, no. So I remember like growing up, like. Um, I had the the double bladed like Darth Maul like lightsaber, yeah. but I never knew what it was. Darth dude. Maul is the uh, the guy with the pokey head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has horns and yeah, you know from episode uh, one. Yeah, from episode I one. I know. Yeah, so so I, I remember dude. having that as a kid. I was like, dude, what is this? I just know that it's a sword, and it's 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 pretty cool. And um, you know, I was just like, okay, this is cool. Then uh, I went to see episode five, um, or episode five. I'm sorry, episode three. Um, in, Sam- in, two, in 2005. In, oh, okay, okay. I was like, yeah, in 2005. Uh, and like, it was, it wasn't even that. Like, I had watched episode one or two. It was just like, dude, some movie looks cool. You know, that happened, and you know, I kind of grew up, like, seeing some Star Wars stuff here and there. But it wasn't until, kind of like more until college, to where I I sat down and like watched the the pretty much like the movies the ones from and, the 80s and shit yeah so like all, pretty much all the movies the tv shows and kind of got more into it um you know so that's how kind of like that that fandom kind of got it's got just, sparked up i'm pretty pretty nerdish right here okay but dude but look the, the book though the, the book, okay the book it, the book back to the book it's uh 
the new the new run. It's like a new uh, era of Star Wars called the High Republic. And this is uh, it takes place in. Uh, it's pretty much like a few thousand years, or no, yeah, a, a thousand or two thousand years before the events of Episode One. Okay, so, so so right before the the Luke Skywalker and all that. Yeah, well, this is like many years before that. Jesus. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right, all yeah. right, guys. I know, I know. Okay, so so, and so may the fourth be with you. Yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, it's actually Revenge of the Fifth today. Oh, revenge. And, and oh. it's also uh, uh, May the or or this is the May. There you go. Yeah, this is the May. This is the May. The May. Okay. <laughs> but uh, the uh, so in that timeline, there's a few books that just came out. Uh, one being uh, the Light of the Jedi, which kind of introduces the um the jedi of the high republic right so this is where there's uh the high republic and then that kind of like that hierarchy and like power structure fell and then the the galactic republic i think that's what it's called uh that kind of came into power which was uh like luke or no uh this was uh during the clone wars when that happened and then Jesus. after that, after that, after the, after that republic fell, then that's the empire. That's where you know the what? Luke Skywalker. I, I, I think I'm gonna start getting cameras for podcasts, dude, because people need to see how fucking passionate you just got about this, dude. This is <laughs> life or death here. That's, that's interesting. It. I never thought you would be into that. I'm into Harry Potter. We could talk Harry Potter all day. Uh, I mean, so uh, what is it? What is it when you just watched all the movies and read none of the books? I, I, they call that something. Uh, it's, a, it's not a muggle. Or it might be a muggle. You might as well be a muggle. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well yeah, be. I guess uh, I'm a muggle in that regard. Wow, dude. But I, I never knew you were that, that into Star Wars. You never. Yeah. You didn't celebrate it back then. Made the fourth. Oh, she, she's saying it's recent. When we got together, that's when you started getting into Oh, okay. It was a pandemic. Maybe? Yeah, Maybe pandem- the pandemic? Uh, it was a ba- It was Baby Yoda. I knew it was no, fucking Baby Yoda. Before Baby Yoda. I made her watch everything. Yes, and do you like it? Like, I bet. Okay, she loves it. Okay, I'm not. I'm not gonna shut it down. I'm not gonna shut it down. I just. I. I. I've. I've tried getting into it. I. I couldn't get into it, but. Man, maybe I'll give it another try. So get into that. Um, also, into the dark. That's uh, the second. Uh, I guess the prequel. Of but the but you know, you know, it's interesting. I feel like like okay. Read so it. read the books. Were you into Game of Thrones? Was that your thing? Uh, not really. I wasn't into Game of Thrones. I wasn't into The Office. Shut the fuck up, What other popular <laughs> show that people like? Hold on, hold on. Time out. Okay. I think there's a lot of like there's a lot of similar historic events that Star Wars base their their stuff out. You know, like you know, you talking about all these empires. Yeah. Like the Roman Empire. The I don't know what else are there. Yeah, I, I, I get you. Byzantian. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I guess history repeats itself. Uh, you know, well, I, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying, but should we do no, no more shots? No, I think we ran out of the bottle. We ran out of the bottle. No, but but that's really interesting that that you're into that. I would have never guessed that. Uh, may the force be with you, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank so you. so okay. So you got you gave me books. You gave me. Pi- <laughs> I just what is that? A, Was that the Yoda way? Yeah, no, I did the Jedi mind trick. The Jedi mind. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So give me another tequila shot. You yeah. want to take one as well? Appreciate so it. so we got uh so we got bug we got podcast. Okay. Oh, oh the TV show, dude. Uh, this dude, if you this, say Baby Yoda, dude, nah, no. nah. This TV show just came out. Well, no, actually, actually, the one I'm gonna plug, the one I'm gonna plug is gonna be uh, uh Star Wars: The Clone Wars. 
Uh, it gives a lot more insight into episodes one, two, and three. Um, and and it, it it pretty much like attaches your heart to to the franchise. Okay. It attaches your heart to the franchise and then crushes it at the end into so, very small pieces, and you get attached to all the characters. And <laughs> and, and you know, like I'll well, say, you, see. Game of Thrones taught me not to get attached to characters because they could easily be. I can't snap with this finger with this one. <laughs> they could easily be out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it can, it can. However, except it's Harry just, Potter. It's just, Harry Potter is. Yeah, they, they, he's they, not gonna leave the Harry Potter series. Yeah. Uh, I'm just that 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 whole that whole show gives you a more in depth uh character development of people that were in. Like those movie, like right. So one, two, and three, instead of like just them with the like, little like, I don't know, ten second screen time. Like you, you go into their character arcs. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So that one, and then after that, watch the Bad Batch that just came out on May the Fourth, which was yesterday. She 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 thought you were whispering. Uh, <laughs> Mario, I had no idea uh, that you were a huge Star Wars nerd. 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 Mm-hmm. It just happened. Uh, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you what I've been watching recently. Yeah, let's go. Selena just came out two days watched, ago. I, I haven't watched it. You got to watch the second it. part? Second part came out. Uh, anxiety was up the roof. Mm. Which is crazy because I know what happens. Yeah, right? Yes. Yeah, like, oh, I hope she's okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, sorry to break it to you, bud. Like, like I know what happens, but but still, like, I, like, like I'll say this. If you don't like it, dude, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you don't know art. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Art's objective, so maybe not that. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm just telling you, this was a well-produced show. This, the wigs, okay, maybe the wigs, if, you, if your argument's about the wigs, yeah, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Bro, every time I watch this shit, I get nostalgic-ass fuck. I think about my aunt. I think about, like, doing the I think about, machine. like, I think about, like, the 90s, bro, and, like, everything <laughs> just comes back. And it and it's weird because it's like literally stepping into a time machine for me at least like going back in time into Texas in the nineties like I I wreck I feel it dude like like if you hate it dude I don't know I don't know what the fuck she, do you hate it this, Selena Selena the series she hasn't yeah. seen it dude nostalgic as fuck I, I like I think of my aunts I think of like growing up in the nineties I think yeah. of like all that bro like the Hanami I I like it. Better than the movie. I want to say right now, better than the movie. I feel like the reason why people are are so tied to the movie is because of J Lo. Just because of J Lo. Yeah. Just because of J Lo. That's it. That's it, it. it, bro. Better storytelling. Better background. More character development. I I don't know. I'm definitely gonna have to, to just watch to, it. To, you know, there's a lot of controversy. Just watch it. I mean, the thing is, is that the, the cast. I mean, there, there's Odie Fibro that was a writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Did yeah. You know that? Don't know his name. I, he he is from from he's uh, from, from the Kai, U- from, from, from Kai, UT. from UT chapter. Yeah, yeah. So, the, the, I mean, the, I I like it. I like it. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care what anyone thinks. Yep. Second show I just watched and I finished Rutherford Falls. Dude, you gotta watch it. And I know you hate Mike Schur because of the Office. No, you like Parks no, and Rec. No, so I, so you like I, Parks and Rec. I, I like Parks and Rec. I just don't like the Office okay. that much. Mike I Schur. know it's the same people. I know it's the same style of of, of you know the mockumentary. No, sure. so so Rutherford Falls is not like that. Rutherford Falls is not a mockumentary. But Mike Schur is the executive producer. Yeah, 
He did uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. He ah, did fucking okay. uh, Good Place. He did Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. and he was a member of The Office. Cousin Moe's. I don't know if any fans out there. Cousin Moe's. So he did this show, and it's it's wonderful because it's about. I'll give you I'll give you the synopsis of the first episode at least. Yeah, you got it. It's about a historic town in New York, and the historic town is run, it, it, like. There's a family that's always run that town, kind of like uh, Shit's Creek. No, 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 not like Shit's Creek though, because the history goes back to like the pilgrimage. Okay. So, so like the family has been there during the pilgrimage, uh, kind of like uh, it's a prestigious family, like 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 the Chase family, like oh, the, okay, okay, like okay. the like the Waltons, the, like the, the Rockefellers, the Rockefellers, and so they've been around since like the pilgrimage, and like he's trying to preserve his family's history. Mm-hmm. But the the city's like no fuck that like let's get let's it's done what's in the past in the past yeah but he yeah. doesn't know how fucked up his family was during that time how they uh, massacred Indians because his best friend is Native American mm-hmm. and she's from a, a, a an Indian uh, Native American tribe yeah and so she's like trying to preserve her family's history but he's trying to preserve his family it, it's so political bro like not like it current political like you know Donald Trump and all this bullshit yeah. but like but like it it it, it like like I told you, people are waking up. They're not fucking taking bullshit. Like you know, Thomas Jefferson known slaves. Like what kind of fucking shit was that? You know, uh, George Washington never had wooden teeth. He actually pulled them from slaves and Dude. made his own fucking dentures. Man. What kind of fucked up shit is that? Exactly. Yeah. So so that so that show is really good. It's kind of like it's kind of like Parks and Rec, but like a woke par- Parks and Rec. Okay. Like woke, you know, because like Parks and Rec had the. Uh, what is that tribe? The, uh, the Wamapoke. <laughs> yeah, you remember they, the Wamapoke? They have, they have the, the mural in City Hall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So, so it's like, oh. it's like Parks and Rec, but like a serious Parks and Rec, but it's yeah. still funny. Like it's fucking funny. I like it. I like it. Rutherford Falls on Peacock. Ah, dude. You Peacock. gotta get Peacock. Peacock I is the know. best shit ever. It's cheap. Five ninety nine. Cheap. You get The Office. You get Parks and Rec. You get some other shit. You get American Pie. I just finished okay. watching the American Pie series. Not okay. that bullshit of Beta House. Yeah, <laughs> and then Naked Mile uh, Run yeah, uh, presents. No, 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 none of that bullshit. You get the original American Pies, okay. one, two, and three, or one, two, and Wedding. That's good. That's good. Nice. You, gotta, you gotta get Peacock. Five ninety nine. I I would say I'm more of a Amazon Prime kind of. Amazon guy. Prime is good, dude. I be watched uh, Invincible. Invincible That's on good. Amazon Prime, dude. It's it, it so it starts off as a like kind of you know you remember Sky High from Disney Channel? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh, like Sky the, the dad is like a a prestigious superhero. Yeah, and, and, and the, the mom. Son. Yeah, the mom. Yeah, sure. But like, that, <laughs> not even, I'm not dismissing the mom. I'm not dismissing because th- that's not how this show is. That's what I'm trying to get at. So, so this show is that the dad is a, presu- a prestigious superhero, and the mom is just a regular normal human being. That's okay. Like, okay, yeah, sure. So the mom is a normal uh, human being, right? So the kid, he's waiting for his powers to kind of like you know come into pure into fruition, right? And and you're describing Sky High, yeah, exactly. So okay. that's how it starts. But then you know he becomes a superhero and he's like really strong guy. But dude, and he this, flies. Yeah, he flies. He's super that's strong. Sky he's high. he's that's Sky high. he's pretty much invincible, dude. Like he, he bulletproof. You know all Jesus. All, all, all this all this, but um, dude, it's so gory you just 
like just just look at the first episode and you can't turn back after the first episode there's no way no. in the world you won't turn back because this show is it it, it has pretty good uh how, how are you not into game of thrones game of thrones is pretty gory I just I I never took the time to kind of like no. actually watch it. If I'm being honest, I watched a few episodes. House House of, House of Targaryen just uh, they just released the the prequel, right? Yeah, they they're they're working on the prequel, but they just released like images of the the show, and it looks pretty. It looks pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, I watch Invincible. Super gory. Super awesome. Super okay, show. I'll give it. A, I'll give. I I'll, I'll, I'll look at a preview. <laughs> That's. <laughs> That's that. Uh, it's animated. Yes, it's animated. Oh but wait, that, is that with the mustache guy? Yes, yes. The mustache guy from Spider Man. Yeah. So so the, he's the, a, he's the same chief. guy. Yeah, he's the, a chief, right? Yes. Like the chief of the newspaper. Yeah. So the the editor, the editor of Spider Man, he's the guy that voices that the the, the dad, the dad, the superhero, the guy oh, with the mustache. Of course he would be a dad. The, okay. The mustache. I'm down. I'm down. I'm in. I'm in. Where are the pictures yeah, yeah, of Spider Man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Parker. Spider-Man. <laughs> Parker. I'm in. That's it. I'm in. I, I'm sold. Watch maybe maybe two episodes. It. Dude, you just need one. I'm telling you. Okay. Mario, yes, this has dude. been a great podcast episode. Thank it's going to be one of my long ones, actually. But, you know, it's all good. I like your Apple Watch. But uh, appreciate it. thank you so much for coming. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Thank you for having me, brother. Shout out to the people out there. We'll see y'all, man. Hey, uh, subscribe to uh, Thinking Twice, please. And, uh, you know, give a like, share, tell your friends. And don't be the asshole that celebrates Cinco de Mayo by using stereotypes. Have fun drinking. Go home. (laughs) Appreciate y'all.